Alright, hey everyone. I'm Mike Bonomo, and we are planning to bring you a couple shorter episodes so you may be able to wrap your mind around what's going on. We're going to bring you some <laughs> short stories, but they still last longer than me with my wife. Zing! <laughs> <laughs> These short stories could last long, so... I don't really know what the difference is between this and our regular episode. We're trying something different. Let us know if you like it. We'll do that thing with the fingers that you like. So, like, <laughs> you know, just, just communicate. Be communicative. No, it's a point to bring you these characters that there might not be enough information to do a whole episode on. But they're still some of the most interesting characters in history. But first, we are going to start with Freddy... Overstiegen. <laughs> and no, that's not a boy. It's Dutch. It's a they're, common mistake. They're, they're different people. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> they're like, it's like same German culture, half the racism. She was a <laughs> Dutch resistance fighter during the Nazi occupation of the Netherlands. Niederlander for our, for our listeners in Deutsch. <laughs> and this was all during World War II. She was born September 6, 1925. She already had a sister, Truss, who was two years older than her. That's just called an older sister, Mike. You really, really complicated <laughs> that. No. What do you mean? She already had a sister? Yeah. She, just, she had an older sister who well, was no, it's like when older. you're It's like when you're writing a college essay and you have a word limit. Yeah. So it's saying older sister. You, yeah, you put all that her, in there. I, I have to spread it, dude. With their mother identifying as a communist, she taught them at a young age to help other people, especially when they faced injustice. Mm. What kind of injustice? I thought I, communism I, fixed injustice. Well, they are. I don't what? think of the Netherlands as a place with injustice. I just think of nah. it as like tulips and wooden shoes. There was, yes. in, dude. The Germans were <laughs> coming in. I mean, that was a that was, that was a short period. Do I have to explain this whole war to you? <laughs> huh? They were invited. No, really. It was with the. Uh, her mom started this before, like they were even born. She was always helping people. First, they were living on a barge at a very young age. They would smuggle people from Lithuania in the hold, stuffing them through a small hatch. See, the relations with Germany was worsening. Germany was sponsoring anti-Lithuanian groups so that the Lithua so the Lithuanians put all the German loyalists on trial. Mm. This, was yeah. my, this was my one. Uh, we picked some other stories, but I really like this because this really has like a superhero feel. Yeah, and like a modern one too. It's not like oh, and Achilles was like blessed by the gods, except for his heel. Like no, this this little fucking girl is literally a superhero. And yeah, it's just normal people. This is her backstory. Extraordinary. Like she's already living like a video game. Like with your mother on a living on a barge, you will smuggle people out of like that's a, <laughs> you know. It's the new Assassin's Creed, pretty much. <laughs> no, the Ger the Germans weren't happy about this, so they put an embargo on their trade. Lithuania counterattacked by switching all their trades to Great Britain. Yeah, Lithuania was like other Baltic states. Like the, the local elites spoke German. So they thought of themselves as ethnic German. So most of the landholders and like people with a lot of money were actually German. So there was like a backlash in Lithuania against people who spoke German because of that. It's kind of a class thing, too. When Great Britain received all this extra like trade action, 
was just like, imagine fucking Hitler being so pissed off by this, dude. Just yelling in his room alone. How dare you buy buckles and cloth from the British? <laughs> Europe was on the brink of war in thir- 1939. Mama Overstegen offered protection to Jewish people. She would hide them in their home. That should be a punk rock band. What? Mama, we are Mama Overstegen. <laughs> <laughs> we came here to shoot heroin and play music, and we're out of heroin. <laughs> in 1940, the Nazis finally invaded the ne- Netherlands. The girls joined their mother in distributing anti-Nazi newspapers and pamphlets to the resistance. This hard work got them noticed from Harlem Council of Resistance Commander Franz Vanderweer. Two points. <laughs> Two points for pronunciation. Making, He's practiced all week on he that. Make, making a house visit to ask their mother if the girls would like to join the resistance, he knew that two, two teenage girls could make a difference in this war. Creepy. <laughs> well, dude. They, she does. He, she does. He's right. She, she's like, <laughs> it's just weird. That sentence just gives me In a little... In hindsight, he was right. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. He just, Looking he, back at it, there was more to that. Yeah. It's just like grabbing like a little mailman off the streets. Like you see him pet... Or no, them... Oh, uh, what? Like them... <laughs> Do you uh, care to elaborate? The... Uh, <laughs> What's the guys who pass stuff out? Mormons? No, no. The other Jehovah's ones. Witnesses? Yeah, the, <laughs> like pulling two Jehovah's yeah. Witnesses off the street and like putting them into your God army because they're good at They're already passing in a God army. A different, a better God army. Um, <laughs> that's smart. Now. You just recult them. Yeah. You switch them over to your cult. <laughs> um, not knowing what they would actually be helping with, Franz began to explain. Freddie and Truss were going to have a sa- have to sabotage bridges and destroy railway lines. Oh yeah, and learn to shoot a gun and aim that gun at a Nazi's head. <laughs> uh, around this time, like the Allies used to drop uh, like guns into uh, occupied Europe, like the Netherlands and France. Yeah, and a lot of them were like one shot and like grease guns. You ever seen them before? No. Nah. They're like submachine guns, but they're like very simple, and it's a very simple design. They look like like plumbing equipment put together, <laughs> but a lot of these guns like malfunctioned because they weren't particularly made well because mm. it was just like improvised and dropped. I wonder if it had to do with women being in the factories. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's funny. the The Germans took over Czechoslovakia, and then they made them make them weapons. And that is really stupid to make someone you're occupying make your weapons. Yeah, but no. they what... made all the sights to the left, so all their shots missed. <laughs> but all the same, like, wasn't, like, that, like, part of the story is, like, they would, like, chuck the grease gun for a fucking German gun because it was just oh, yeah. made butter? Yeah, made, some of these guns were, butter. like, one-shot pistols, so you would shoot a German soldier in, like, the back of the head while he's, like, looking the other way, and then just take his gun because it's German engineering. <laughs> Facts. <God. laughs> now, when Freddie was 14 years old... She was helping other Jewish children escape concentration camps already. So at 14, she's Harriet Tubman. Yeah. Yeah. I respect it. A law student, Hanny Shaft, wanted to join in on the action. <clears throat> Hanny dropped out of school after she was made to sign a document declaring loyalty to the Nazis. They were an all-female squad, part of a cell of seven. 
the X-Men. They're like the yeah. badass <laughs> women's Ghostbusters. The, the X-Gals. The birds of prey. Franz Angels. Ooh. <laughs> Heat. On the outskirts of Amsterdam, the three of them began doing drive-by shootings on their bicycles. <laughs> <laughs> ching, ching, motherfucker. <laughs> like... Hello. And you do it, and you, <laughs> can't, clack, clack. you can't even, like, get away fast. Like, they see you, like, wheeling down the street. Oh, you better be a good shot, then. It goes, bra, bra, bra. <laughs> Did you ever see the Dutch gangsters now? Like, I've watched some, like, Dutch, like, rap music videos, and they wear, like, fanny packs, and they wear, like, really bright green and, like, yellow shirts. Like, uh, little, they look win- like construction little workers. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, God. This, that's, that. <sighs> I'm jealous. Like this, this isn't this is an awesome childhood. They would also seduce Germans to follow them into the woods for a little sex. There, they would happily execute these Nazis and collaborators. What the fuck, man? What? Like, this Dude, childhood is what? awesome. This is, this is like great. this makes me jealous of not being a girl in this time. Hello. In, in, in the would you like a little? Rubby Tuggy, <laughs> just follow me into these woods. Nine! Nine! <laughs> the sisters never revealed how many people they killed, and three weeks before the war ended, Hanny Shaft was captured and killed. Which also backs up, like, how fucking real these bitches were. Yeah. We're like, I don't, I don't I'm not going to talk about it, but just. Up. <laughs> I'm going to get a teardrop tattoo later. <laughs> having to deal with the trauma of losing their best friend and having to take human lives, they would have to do things to fill their time. After the war, Trust was starting to make sculptures, and Freddie decided to start a family and have children. It's just fucking horrendous scenes, <laughs> like like an impaled Nazi head. Like she does like the little thing where it's just splattered fucking epoxy and whatever <laughs> from fucking exploding Nazi skulls. Um, I kind of want to look into her artwork now. At and this well, point, I want to go like I I don't think this deserves to be a short. I think we need more time with this. Well, there's no there's not Mad. much information. Uh, imagine being the art critic that has to like. Tell determine her if her sculptures are good or not. <laughs> yeah, like they didn't go into re- real detail about like their kills and all that stuff. That's why we don't have enough to really go on. Real killers don't need kill streaks. Okay. Yeah, real gangsters don't flex to nuts. <laughs> Big facts. <laughs> it was tough because they were fighting for a communist party, living in a place that was anti Soviet. So when they got done. They were just helping their own country, but when they got done, their country was like, no, we don't like communists either, well, so the, fuck you anyway. They, she got full Batman treatment. Like, yeah. <laughs> she, she became the Dark Knight. Like, not, the, not the hero we want, but the hero we need. The National Hanny Chef Foundation was formed in the early 90s. She was the most famous for her actions, a national heroine. The girl with the red hair. That's what she's known. That's how she's known over there. It's a shame that's all she's known for is the girl with the red hair. Like, she should be known as, like, the badass chick. <laughs> well, her sculptures were shit. No, no, this is the... No, <laughs> no she was, this, she's dead. Oh, it's different. She was captured and killed. Okay. This is the law student. Oh, okay, yeah. This, this is... This, this, uh, this is the... What the fuck? The... 
the little Indian kid from Captain Planet, like, <laughs> water, heart. Like, what's heart going to do, bud? <laughs> like, uh, oh, no, he died. Big loss. <laughs> big, big loss. In 2014, Freddy and Truss were awarded the Mobilization War Cross, signifying military personnel who served at least six months in World War II. Six months in that war was, like, a lifetime, dude. Well, I guess World War One would have been worse, but it's still crazy. Both of them died when they were 92. Two years after Trust passed, Freddie began having multiple heart attacks, and she passed away September 5th, 2018. What? It would have helped if she knew that Indian kid from uh, Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I didn't read that part, but, like, fucking multiple heart attacks? Yeah. She you can't have multiple. She kept savage. Like they, she had one. They've like, and then she had one the next day. And she then had she one. Died. <laughs> then, then God brought her back. Like you're not done yet. But that's there's. <laughs> what else is there to accomplish? One at that last point? Nazi. <laughs> but that's why we. She moves into the old folks' home and just people start going disappearing and shit. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised Mossad didn't like pick her up and it was like, "Hello, want to go to Argentina." <laughs> <laughs> But that's why we wanted to cover this lady so she could be remembered because there's really not a lot to, like, study or anything. But it's it's just a cool story that came out of uh, the Netherlands. I mean, this is just – it's like the ideal – not the ideal, but it's like that, that like – not that there's glory in war, but, like, this is, like, goes back to, like, the glory of, like, heroism. Where, like, yeah, yeah she didn't fucking yeah. have any training. I was going to say, we know, like, there. Charles de Gaulle and shit. We don't know yeah. the resistance fighters that yeah. well. Like, she's just some little, like, 14-year-old girl that went around murdering, not like, killing Nazis to, like, save her country. And fuck yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the Patriot. Like, she's a part of Mel Gibson's <laughs> militia <laughs> for the Netherlands. She is a young Dutch female Jason Statham. Okay. <laughs> I can roll with that. Yeah, that's it for this story. So, we're going to keep doing short stories as a series, and uh, if you guys want to send in us characters so we can start doing them, and we'll, uh, we'll keep this going. Thanks, guys. <laughs>